0: So I know you're wondering what it would be like to have a full client schedule that took little or no effort to fill. That means you have big dreams for your business. That's awesome. But when you dream about your perfect business, you're not having to hunt down clients, are you? I mean, nobody got time for that. That's why I want to tell you about the client bundle. So the client bundle is a comprehensive collection of resources, all focused on how you can find paying clients as a creative business owner. The bundle features seven, yes, seven eBooks, bonus content, including freebies, email templates and checklists, and a supportive Facebook community. This bundle was put together by a group of really smart, really talented, creative business owners, and I just had to share. I support all of them, and I think it's such an awesome value. So you want to get on that list because it's going to come out soon, and it's going to be discounted big time for a very limited time. So to get on the list, go to brittneycrossoncom slash the client bundle. Okay, that's BrittanyCrosson.com slash The Client Bundle. B R I T N E Y C R O S S O N dot com slash The Client Bundle. Starting on March 2nd, you're going to be able to get it for only $157 and it's valued at over $400, y'all. So get to BrittanyCrosson.com slash The Client Bundle to get on that list and get some clients. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crosson, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here at there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Crossan. This is episode 16, y'all. And what a freaking episode it is. I have A really cool guest today. Ashley Ferguson is here to share some really amazing stuff with us. You guys know I talk about um, making an impact on social media and and, and what you can do. I mean, you can literally change lives using the power of social media. And that's exactly what Ashley has done. And I cannot wait to uh, have you guys listen to that interview. That's coming up in a few minutes. I'm also, of course, going to do an iTunes review shout out. And then as always, at the end of the show, we'll have a new social spotlight. But first of all, just a little Brittany moment here. I have got to share with you what I did uh, this morning. So if you have been following me on social for a while, especially on Instagram at Brittany Crosson, you know that I love fitness and I have a home gym and I use the Peloton bike and now also the Peloton treadmill. And that's my, that's my jam. I work out at home. I have ever since, you know, like I had my son Rowdy like eight and a half years ago. It it make, you know, it's like no excuses. The stuff is here at home. I love it. I have fun, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I'm always by myself working out. Well, (laughs) this morning I joined a couple of friends of mine for my very first bar class. It's not the kind of bar that I'm used to. With plenty of wine and cocktails, it is like bar, like ballet bar, basically. I mean, you know, that's what the bar looks like, but it's not ballet. It's different, but there is like kind of a ballet-ish foundation. Which I thought, well, that's good because I grew up dancing as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult. Like I did ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop. I I started doing musical theater later on, like. I know how to do these things. This class can't be that hard. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> um, holy shit balls. I was like shaking, or they called that the quiver. Yes, that was definitely happening in the legs. It was happening in the abs. <laughs> it was major. So, that just goes to show that you know, we should, we should still challenge ourselves, right? Like if you're like me and you love your certain workout, it's probably good to kind of shock your body every once in a while. And it doesn't mean you have to go out and take a million different classes, but like, you know, it's a good reminder. Like maybe I've been a little too chill in my at-home workouts. Maybe I should push a little harder because clearly (laughs) my muscles were like, holy shit, Brittany, (laughs) help. But I made it through it. I survived. And, um, of course afterwards it felt really good, although I did have to walk through the grocery store afterward and that was a little rough. My legs were a little shaky, (laughs) but I'm thankful to my friends for inviting me. I'm thankful to the people at the studio. It was a really cool experience. I'm so happy I got to do it and uh, hopefully I'll get to go back every once in a while. So anyway, that's my silly story for the day. Um, maybe that'll motivate you to work out or do something with your body today. (laughs) All right. Let's move on because I want to get to the iTunes review shout out. Um, Let me pull it up here so I can read it to you guys. It is so sweet. It is fun. It is from, excuse me, uh, Peggy. And Peggy says, OMG, I love Brittany's energy. She is totally infectious, totally relatable, and she brings the value. Subscribe now because you're not going to want to miss an episode Thank you, Peggy. That is so sweet of you. Um, You guys follow Peggy on Instagram. You are going to thank me for this, especially if you have a business of your own, especially if you are a um, virtual assistant. Homegirl is like the queen of it. Okay. You got to follow Peggy. So it's at, it's Peggy Ray James. Let me tell you how it's spelled. P-E-G-G-Y-R-E-J-A-M-E-S. So follow Peggy James on Instagram and let her know that you heard about her on the show for the shout out. <laughs> and maybe she's your new Instagram best friend or mentor. If you're a virtual assistant, she's really amazing. So thank you for the awesome review, Peggy. If you want to get a shout out on the show and you listen to the show on iTunes, please head over there, subscribe to the show. That way you don't miss an episode. You don't have to like remember to go back and all that stuff. Subscribe on any platform actually. But if you're on iTunes you subscribe, then if you rate the podcast and write a little review, you know, just a couple of sentences, then I will give you a shout out on the show. And if you want me to include your Instagram handle, message me and I'll do that. That way maybe you can get some new followers and some new connections out of the deal. Okay, moving on. So like I said, the interview today is... um Is really good, so I just want to hurry up and get right to it and let you start listening. Ashley Ferguson is an entrepreneur, a photographer, a blogger, a mom, (laughs) a daughter, all these, a hairdresser. I mean, homegirl does it all. But what we specifically talked about was so um, so special to me because of my love for using social media to impact lives and to spread. Um, your message, and that's exactly what Ashley has been doing ever since uh, the unfortunate sudden passing of her father in 2019. She took to Instagram and she started sharing, and she she's been very vulnerable and very honest and open. And um, it touched my heart because um, I am I'm very thankful. My dad is still here with me, but you know I I just I love him so much, so I can relate to that 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 father-daughter love that I can feel every time I read her post after her dad passed away. And she's just done so much good by sharing her story about her and her dad and, and her feelings and her grief journey and everything. And, um, and I highly recommend you check her out on Instagram. Uh, we'll put all of her information to contact her and follow her, um, on the website, of course, and you'll hear it at the end of the interview. But, um, Ashley's just done a lot of good, and I'm just so, so thankful that she took the time to talk to me about this. And if you are somebody that has a story to tell, and you just might need that little push over the edge to get started listen, listen to what she has to say. And I hope it gives you the courage that you are looking for to go ahead and get your story out there because social media is incredibly powerful. And like I always say, if you don't want to change the world with social media, you don't have to, but if you want to, it's there for you and you can do amazing things. So anyway, okay, you guys, here's my interview with Ashley Ferguson. Stay tuned after for the social spotlight. Today's guest is the woman behind Candidly Ashley and the Minimalist Method on Instagram. She's a hairstylist of almost 15 years and a very talented photographer. She's shot brand videos for some major brands out there. She blogs and most amazingly, she very honestly shares her real life journey of motherhood, entrepreneurship and grief. She lives in Indianapolis with her husband and two kiddos and actually was born right here where I live in Houston, Texas. Very cool. And a fun in fact, which I don't think it's very fun, but you know, she unfortunately learned firsthand why you shouldn't run out in the middle of a bowling lane to get your ball. Uh, and she has a neck injury to prove it. Oh my gosh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. Welcome to the show, Ashley Ferguson.
1: Oh, Jim, now that everybody knows about that little fact of mine, we're
0: ready. <laughs> right. We just had to go ahead and announce that first. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yes, bowling lanes are slick. That sucks. Yes, it is. Did that happen a long time ago?
1: Uh, Right out of high school. And my friend had to drag me off by my arms with people just like making fun of me and calling me an idiot. But I was. Oh, no. But
0: it's okay. That's so sad. Well, I think it's going to help all the listeners remember you very easily. Exactly. Excuse me. Um, Okay. So even though I gave you the little intro, I want you to tell everybody just kind of like what you do as far as, um, online on social media, what, what your whole deal is with like your brand videos and your, your minimalist thing, everything. Just tell us all about it.
1: Okay. Well, here it goes. (laughs) So I have a seven year, my oldest is seven years old and Instagram came out like right around that time. I think, unless I was a little late to the game, I don't know. Um, I started out with just little baby pictures of him, and came across like some brand rep stuff when that was big back in the day, like the original Instagram brand repping days. Um, I, I I assign or I guess applied him to a couple of those things. He didn't get them, and I was disappointed. I'm like, is my kid not cute enough? You know. And eventually, I realized that it was okay. Your photos have like the the basic filter from Instagram back in the day on them and they aren't very good and so um I got a camera not because of that but I just wanted one you know to document my children and stuff like that and I became obsessed with it like I did my husband was annoyed he was like oh you care more about your camera than you care about me and not really but you know he's dramatic and so (laughs) as I got better at the photography we started getting more into the brand repping and that's kind of how my Instagram grew initially was from the brand repping stuff. And we were brand wrapping for over 20 shops at a time at one time. It was a little overwhelming because they're also not paid.
0: <laughs> right. So. Well, they'll send you, just to make it clear for any listeners that aren't, aren't familiar with it. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I actually did that with one of my businesses, but um, so basically what, they probably send you free merchandise in ex- whatever they sell in their shop in exchange for you posting lovely photos of your child wearing it or using it. Yes. And of course, tagging them and all that. That's yeah. basically... Okay.
1: That's pretty much what brand wrapping is.
0: Man, 20? Holy crap.
1: Yeah, it was a lot. It was it was a lot. And, and he was um, probably about two at that point. Um, and so... That was how my brand or my business eventually grew into a photography business. And then I took a class to do videography and I thought I was just going to do the video thing for fun. And then I had an idea. I'm like, why couldn't I use these videos the same way I use them for the photos for brand wrapping? And so I did a little sample brand video for um, a chalkboard brand and I was hooked. I was like, this is it. So my my brand has gone from like, photography to videography to brand videography and as life kept happening I was like you know what I don't want to really be trapped inside this box of just talking about brand stuff and photography I want to talk about life and I want to take people on this journey of motherhood and and so then I renamed my Instagram for the 900th time to motherhood.life. and it, I just kept out growing it and then until I realized that I am my brand and that's why I change it to candidly, Ashley. I share about everything and anything in between, and and hopes that people will relate and learn and grow and heal and however it is that they take my content.
0: That's a good idea too, Ashley. Like the fact that you changed it to candidly, Ashley, because it's the my motherhood life. I think is the one that. I think that's when I think that's when I met you. We, everyone, as I have said this with so many guests before, I met Ashley on social media. <laughs> it's an amazing place. I'm telling you, if you just are open minded, you meet oh, yes. incredible people. Right? I mean, you can make best friends across the country. <laughs> I
1: have a best friend in Ohio I met on Instagram. So, um, yeah, exactly. She helped me so much with my brand, but you know, um, and then the minimalist method is a new kind of like branch of my brand. It was something that I talked about every once in a while on Candidly Ashley, but I thought I need a separate place that I can really dive into all the details because not everybody wants to hear about that. But pretty much the story behind that is that I have anxiety and ADHD, very overwhelmed, have been unmedicated since I had children because I breastfed for a really long time and was pregnant. I'm And so, you know, the years just kept going where I wasn't you know, medicated as I was. And so it was just extra stressful. And um, it was one day where I was feeling super overwhelmed, where I was like, you know what, I need to get rid of a bunch of things that are adding stress to my life on the outside to help with what's going on on the inside. So that was how that started. And I just love sharing my journey of why I started minimalism um, with my followers. So that's how that part got started
0: that's awesome I that, that is something I didn't know I mean I knew I think that you and I may have talked about anxiety before and anybody that's been following me for a while knows that that's a thing in my life as well but um, that's so smart. I didn't even really like to connect like yeah. literally getting rid of crap basically
1: <laughs> yeah. that was my, my tagline on my website getting rid of
0: crap you oh know? is it oh my gosh <laughs> we are connected um, yeah I mean because you're right like and now that I think about it, I'm realizing that makes sense as to why because people will be like, not every room in my house. Okay. It's not perfect. But like for the most part, it's not like a major, major disaster. You know, I mean, it's just not real, real bad. And it makes sense that because I, cause I had to help, help calm things down. So I have less stuff. I don't keep a lot of stuff uh-huh. and it helps it kind of appear cleaner. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, it feels good. Right. It's like yes. calming or something. Yes.
1: When our lives are a mess on the outside, we're worse on the inside. And I'm not saying my house was a disaster, but at times it can
0: be, especially with kids. <laughs> right. Exactly. doesn't get any better. doesn't get any easier with kids. Um, <clears throat> okay. That's amazing. I love hearing all that. So I want to dive into, <clears throat> excuse me, goodness gracious, today mm-hmm. of all days, <clears throat> I want to dive into talking to you about what I've more recently just fallen in love with, with what you're doing, which is, um, talking about grief Mm -hmm. bottom line, right? Like that you've been really talking about that on your candidly, Ashley Instagram a lot. And I was just, I've told you this before. I'm just like drawn into it. Um, especially because you're referring to your dad and I, I just love my dad so much. And it's just, it's amazing to read what you put out there. And I don't know, it's just, it touches my heart. And I know it's probably touched a lot. And that's, I really want to talk about that today because it's so important for people to understand if they want to, I've said this before, if you want to make an impact using social media, if you don't want to, you don't want to, it's cool. But if you want to, you can and you just have to be willing to tell your story probably over and over and over again um, yeah, but tell your story and, and over and over again of course it seems like sometimes because you know you, you have to you have to remind people what you know what you're there doing but um, and just be vulnerable and honest and, and raw and it's wild to me, but it's so amazing and I love that and I know a lot of people would love to do that and maybe need that little push or inspiration. So anyway, so let's, uh, if, if you will just, um, please share with us, um, about your dad mm-hmm. who pretty recently passed away. I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, you and I've talked about this on <clears throat> Instagram, of course, but please, if you don't mind, just share, um, about your dad and, and when he passed and what, whatever you want to share about that. But then what kind of led you to decide to start talking about it so openly?
1: Okay. Well, my dad and I have always been really, really close. I mean, talked tons of times a day, just would call him up for the silliest little things. And, um, um, I talked to him one night, we were living with my mother-in-law. We had, we moved out of our house, um, March 1st of last year, and we were trying to find a house in my hometown, Um, about 30 minutes from where we were living. And so we were living with my mother-in-law. She had a bigger area for us to live. And I had just read the boys a book. It it was um, the day after Easter. And my dad called me and he was uh, just acting his silly self. They had just gone to dinner, him and my mom. And we had our normal conversation. And he's like, like, all right, well, I'll just talk to you tomorrow. And about 5 a.m., my mother-in-law woke me up and told me that my dad died the night before, um, he had a heart attack, it was unexpected. And so um, it was really hard. I, I, I don't even remember the drive, but I drove myself, you know, 25 minutes to my mom's house. And I, I, I share everything. So I'm so sorry, if this is just too much, I share, I share it all. No,
0: yes. Thank I saw you. him
1: laying there, I did see him. And I it was like, all of a sudden, my life was put into perspective. Um, we just don't know when our last day is you know you you he says you know I'll talk to you tomorrow and and then you never do and it's you just realize how short life is and how the smallest things that we complain about in life are just so so small it's it just put my whole life into perspective and my dad he was my biggest fan he he thought I was the top stylist in Indianapolis. he would tell people that when he was telling them, you know, come see my daughter, you know, get your hair cut um because I also do hair, but, um, he was a big fan of my writing and it wasn't until about a year before he died that I really started using writing as therapy. Um, since I have ADD, I I have a lot of things trapped in my head and it was a, a really good way to kind of get all of it out. Um, and I would, I would write it out and write out my feelings. And before I knew it, I was, I was writing things about motherhood and whatever else was on my mind and people were relating to it. And so at that point I was obviously devastated about my dad and I knew that writing was going to be my outlet as far as getting through all of the ups and downs that come with grief and, and sudden loss and everything like that. And so I just started writing everything that I felt, even if, some people thought it was too much. I, I didn't care. I was doing it for me at that time, but I didn't realize I was doing it for others until I started getting messages from people and thanking me for sharing that and messages from people whose whose family members are have cancer and they know that they only have six months left and I'm helping them by preparing them for how they may feel. And and it was just it was beautiful to me that I was able to help myself and help others in the meantime, and knowing that my dad would have been very proud of that as well, you know, always helped. So that's, that's kind of how I started talking about my grief. And I still talk about it, not quite as often as I did in the beginning, because, you know, it's not, it's been nine months, which isn't that long. But I don't know if I would have felt the same or been the same Throughout this grief process if it hasn't been, if it hadn't been for my writing and connecting with other people on social media
0: Did you feel like or were you I guess were you um, Before your dad passed away and you I mean because to share about something like that is clearly um, Very deep very personal for most people you before that did you? Have that same um, approach to social media? Or did it maybe increase at, at that time that you really wanted to share even more? You know what I mean? Had you always been super vulnerable in sharing? Um, I've
1: always been kind of vulnerable as a person. I don't really have a filter and I'll say things and I'll be like, oops, I probably shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> so I've always been that way. Um, and I, I loved sharing like raw motherhood stories, you know, in, in that way. But it wasn't until my dad died that I was... That I was all in that. At that point, it was like you know. A month later, I ch- I changed my Instagram name to Candidly Ashley from My Motherhood Life because I was a different person. I in in my in myself and in my brand and um, I wasn't just motherhood talk anymore. I was every I was life. Like I was talking about life and everything that goes with it, and I wanted to continue that way. So I think that it just made me more open. And when people started reacting to it in a positive way, I was like, there's no turning back. I'm sharing it all.
0: Right. That, that feeling, that's an amazing feeling um, when you decide to take that leap, share something super deep, super um, personal or intimate or whatever the topic is on social media, and then actually just get like amazing response from people. Yes. Is that that right there makes you realize the power of that we have with social media to reach so many people? It's absolutely incredible, and it's not it's not just pretty pictures and cute outfits and all these things. I mean, it's amazing what you can do. I think. That, sorry, no, no, go ahead.
1: I wanted to add to the one thing that I felt like changed from the time that my dad passed away in my in, in on so like with my social media stuff in before was. I feel like naturally with social media, we are also trapped in the engagement game. We are also trapped in the, the likes and all of that. And, and my mind went from that doesn't matter. My job now is to impact people, even if it's 100 people, even if it's 100,000 people. My job is to in, impact and, and, help, and help people more than worry about everything else that goes into it.
0: Right. Right. I, oh my gosh, I love it so much. I agree with you so, so, so much. Um, so, okay. So now have you ever, okay. Obviously you've, you've clearly gotten a lot of good response when you talk about, um, your dad and your grief journey, but what about, I mean, any, has there been anything that negative out of it or anything that you, um, had to kind of work through? Maybe something that was a struggle for you. I mean, besides clearly the entire overall situation but you know is was there was there anything like that or was it mostly has it been mostly positive
1: it has been mostly positive I think it was more of a battle within myself never and and I and there were times where I was like you know struggling to push post or whatever but and once it was out there I was I was good because because of the positive feedback I've had only but positive things that people have said and some people don't say anything and that's okay too
0: Right, right. Well, I mentioned that to you before we started recording. That there's, um, there's always. Um, it's it's hard because um, it can feel discouraging, especially for somebody maybe just starting out, trying to get their message out there, or something that maybe you don't get as much actual response as what you would like. Because um, that's the way to tell, you know that that you are impacting people. But um, we do have to remember there are silent. Um, admirers, supporters or whatever you want to call it out there, there always are always, yeah, always. And, um, and it's, it's, it's just good to keep that in mind and not let it discourage you that you didn't, um, you feel like maybe you didn't make the impact that you wanted to, because you probably did, especially whenever you're being so incredibly honest and vulnerable. And I've actually, it's funny, like, that's why I think also this whole thing struck a chord with me seeing you talk about your grief because not just only is it because I love my dad so much, but it's also, I've actually spoken about this a lot on my own social media about, you know, if you want to get out there and make an impact, you you have got to be willing to whatever story it is. And then you have to tell all your stories, but whichever one you're going with, you have to be willing to tell it. And you have to know that it's not easy and that you've got to be vulnerable. Is it is it Brene Brown? Does she talk about vulnerability? I think so. I think she's the one, but you know, and it's, you have to do that if that's what you want to do. And, um, and that's why I just love, love what you're doing so much because it's exactly what you're doing. (laughs) I mean, you could have literally changed somebody's life, you know?
1: Oh, I hope so. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think so for sure. Um, and I think, whoever's listening, right? Some, a lot of people listening right now probably need to hear all of this. But, um, so what, um, if you don't mind, like tell, if you tell us about, about, you know, maybe how it's helped you specifically, like talking about your dad on, on Instagram. I mean, what has that done for you as far as like your own personal journey and what you're going through?
1: Well, you know, in real life, it's hard to talk about some of these things because sometimes people can get really uncomfortable. Um, and because I talk the same in person as I do online, I talk the way that I write. So, um, sometimes it was hard to get out all of my feelings that I was having, you know, even to my mom, like, you know, you don't want to say something that triggers somebody who's also grieving because we all grieve in such different ways. And I've definitely learned that too. Um, I feel like by using social media and writing as a way to um, get through or to move forward, Um, it's helped me be able to say exactly what I want to say without making anybody feel uncomfortable because if they do feel uncomfortable, they can keep scrolling, they can unfollow, they can mute you, whatever it is that they want to do. But, but then at the same time, like I said, I started helping people who were noticing it and it, I think it helped me even more because not that I don't have support at home. It's, it's hard for anybody to relate to exactly how you feel. And I feel like that's what writing has done for me in this
0: journey. Right. I love that. And you are a really great writer. Side note. (laughs) You really, really are. I love, it's it's funny. I was going on and on about you to my husband, Ryan, about, you know, talking about preparing for this interview and, and I was telling him, um, I was getting all detailed. I was like, in the way that she wrote this and blah, 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 you know, and he was probably like, okay, neat. Yeah. I don't know who this person is that you're talking about. <laughs> but, <hate> um, <laughs> but it's true though, the way that you, you're able to use your words. And, and when you talk about, when you talk about your dad, you're like, it's a great, in my opinion, mixture of like all the stuff. Right. So like, you're being super honest. You're obviously being vulnerable. You're being raw and real, but it, it's also doesn't come across as, I don't know. I always feel like there's a little bit of a like sunshine at the end, like a little bit of hope. I yeah. don't know that that's the vibe that I get off of it. And I I'm sure that, that
1: on purpose. Um, uh, that's, I, so when I go to talk about something that I'm feeling about my dad or grief or whatever, I, it's, it's like, I'm writing to myself. I look at it that way. And every single thing that I write about, I'm actually writing to myself. So if I'm having a down day about, mom life, I will say something about that. And then I will say, you know, it's going to be okay. Like you're going to get through this and it's a note to somebody else, but a note to me as well. So I always try to find like the silver lining and, in, in anything that I've shared about with grief and my dad and, and turn it around to maybe help somebody who's not necessarily relating to my story with grief, but maybe they're relating to it with a job loss or, you know, in different ways of loss. Right. So I to do that. I'm I'm glad that you uh,
0: picked that up. Yeah, because we, you and I, we've never talked about that before, and that's it's amazing that I totally got that get that from it. And it's also not overboard of like, but everything's fine. It's not like that. You you know, it's it's just this perfect little glimmer of hope in your in your words. It's I don't know. It's beautiful. I was gonna try if you don't you don't mind. I wanted to pull up. I was just gonna quote you on one of these. Is that I okay? Care. I don't care. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm excited to see what you're picking.
0: I don't know if I can read it out loud. Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> there's, there's one from... There's so many. I don't know. I mean, I like so many of them. So I'm just picking one of... Uh, okay, you guys. So one of her posts on Candidly Ashley. This is from November. And it's your dad with one of your kiddos playing golf. And um, it's, you talked about looking for signs from him. So, okay, I'm just going to read this. Um, I found this photo the other night buried in my cluttered computer and it made me happy, but also sad. After my dad's death in the spring, cash was finishing up cashier son was finishing up his spring tournaments for golf. Yes. And at the very first tournament after he died, I looked for signs for my dad, anything. I was desperate for signs, but didn't really find them there that day. However, in my mind, I had imagined my dad standing next to Cash with every drive, chip and putt he'd had. And finding this photo was eerie in a way, because to be honest, this is exactly the vision I'd had that day at the course as Cash played, standing near him, cheering him on. He is still with us, maybe without a hand on our shoulder, but I do believe he is supportive and loving, even from afar. And you go on to close it. That's beautiful. Oh my God, girl, you're so amazing. You guys, I mean, I don't know how I just read that without crying. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, (laughs) But your words, you're such a great writer in general. But I mean, that's not easy to do, to relay. Well, honestly, writing beautifully is not easy to do in general for most people. But to be able to relay that message and then the way it connects with the photo. And like you said, that is kind of eerie, right? I mean, that's what you imagine. I absolutely love it.
1: Thank you. I am a lot of times with my writing and more inspired by a photo first. And and before I'm inspired by my, the words in my head, sometimes the other way around. But with that photo, I saw it and I was like, this is exactly what I envisioned that day. And it's kind of crazy that I found that picture. So,
0: right. Well, okay. So I wanted to, before we're done, like kind of two things here, I wanted to one, first of all, ask you, If you just any, any words you would give to someone that is, um, that is on their own grief journey of maybe something interesting or unique or something for you or that that's been helpful, or maybe something that nobody tells you or, you know, any sort of insight you could give that might, that might be helpful to someone going through grief.
1: there's so much. I
0: know there's, I know there probably is. I'm putting you on the spot. So just whatever you want to share is wonderful. Um,
1: Well, like I said, every single person's grief journey is not the same. I would say, do not allow anybody to make you feel that you shouldn't be feeling what you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel how you're feeling. um, and if you need to cry in the shower or in your car, I, I I'm not a crier in front of people, and th- then do that. Um, it, I, gosh, I don't know. There's just so much. I I I say just just feel how you want to feel in the moment, and just and just allow yourself to be there. Whether you're writing it down or looking at pictures or videos, and cry when you need to cry. And everybody's grief journey is. Some people feel better a little bit sooner than others and it's okay. There's no one way to be.
0: That's perfect advice. That's perfect. I love that. And so what about for someone that, like we mentioned earlier, somebody that wants to, truly has a desire to get out there and share about something, um, something major, whether it's loss or something else major. On social media, specifically, they want to kind of do what you've been doing. Um, What, I don't know, what kind of tips or would you, would you give them or what kind of advice just in case there's somebody that needs a little push over the edge?
1: (laughs) Um, tell your story. Don't be inspired by everybody else. It's so easy to look at pictures and words of other people and be inspired by them and feel down about your own. Share your own journey. Um, and you can go as deep into it as you want to. If you want to be really vulnerable, like I have been, then, then do that. If you want to share just a little bit, do that. But just make sure you tell your own story, be authentic, and give your followers a reason to follow you because of you, not because you're trying to be somebody
0: else. I love that. Perfecto. Thank you. Um, okay, Ashley. Ashley. I think, we, I think we covered it. I think we've done a good job bringing this message to even more people than you already have. Um, it's just so important. It's just so amazing to recognize what you can do with social media. Okay. So please tell everybody how they can find you. Um, if they want to follow you or um, work with you or anything with you, please plug all of it. like your, Both your Instagrams, um, website, whatever you got. Tell me.
1: Okay. My website, you can find me at ashleyferguson.co, not .com. Uh, That's where my blog is. Um, I talk about minimalism and grief and all the things there. It's kind of like the house to all of my things. Um, Candidly Ashley on Facebook and on Instagram. And then The Minimalist Method on Instagram, where I talk about minimalism and all the things, cleaning and organizing and all fun things, home decor. Um... And in my bio of both of them, you can find the links to other things that I do. But on the minimalist method, you can find in the link um, to sign up for my weekly minimalism challenge where I can help people um, kind of guide them with these challenges to help you get started with minimalism. And it's not minimalism like I only have five shirts. It's everybody just wants to get to where they feel like they have enough. And that's what it's all about.
0: Right. Your, your own version of minimalism. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. And also we will link all of that and on all of our things all over the damn internet. Um, okay. okay. I really, really appreciate this. This, this interview meant a lot to me to make sure it got out there. And I, I truly appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh! you guys! How great was that interview with Ashley Ferguson? Geez, I'm so thankful she came. like man, that was that was really, really special. I just love talking about the type of impact that you can make on social media. so that that interview was just really something I looked forward to and I've been waiting to share with you guys for a while because we recorded it like last month and um, it's so exciting. So thank you again to Ashley and I hope that you'll find her on social media and follow her journey. Okay, so speaking of amazing Ashleys, I have another one to talk about in today's social spotlight. Okay, today's social spotlight is Ashley... Prine on Instagram. It's at the Ashley Prine. Okay. So it's at the A S H L E Y P R I N E. Now, Ashley Prine, full disclosure, is a good friend of mine, but that's not why I chose her for the social spotlight. I chose her because her Instagram is really fantastic, and I really think you can learn a lot from it, and it's not super complicated. She just really keeps it clean and to the point. So let's get started analyzing um, Ashley Pryne's Instagram. So I'm looking at it as I talk to you so that I can make sure and touch on every single point. First of all, her stories are always active. So you may have heard me talk about this before for Instagram stories specifically, um, that the numbers are showing that right now people are watching more Instagram stories than they are actually looking at feed posts, um, a little bit more. So that's kind of cool though, because as a creator, it gives you a chance to maybe just post, you know, um, three, four, five times a week. I don't know, whatever it is for you. Um, and not every day, but then just make sure you're active in your stories every day. And Ashley is active in her stories every day. And, um, speaking of her stories, they are easy to watch. They're, they're usually pretty quick and they're either fun or funny or educational. She's sharing things about wellness and about fitness. Cause that's, that's what she does. She is a fitness queen and, um, And she's sharing such good stuff there too. So it's like, yeah, it's fun to watch her stories, but it's also helpful and valuable content. Like she actually does full on workouts and describes it for you. You can just watch in her stories so that you can do it yourself. So definitely check that, that part out. Also moving down, looking at her bio. Okay. It says wife and sarcastic mom of two fitness instructor, elevate ambassador at lifetime, legging enthusiast, no BS fit tips for real women. Um, I love whenever somebody does this, what like what she's done. She gives you what she says she's going to give you in the bio, <laughs> her content matches the bio. And I know that seems obvious, but think about your own Instagram does your bio truly describe what you're sharing, or is what you're sharing truly reflecting, like, you know, reflected in your bio? You see what I'm saying? You really need to. Give people what you're telling them you're going to give them, and that's exactly what Ashley does. She shares about, you know, fitness. Of course, that's a huge part of it. Um, She shares about her family. Some she shares about her adorable dog Chip, (laughs) and um, and she does. She says legging enthusiast, and I know I know she's being funny, but she really does talk about leggings a lot. And she gets really, she gives really great recommendations for like workout clothes and stuff. And and she also um she, anyway, she, she does all the things that her bio says that she's going to do. So that's just something to learn, uh, for yourself to think about, like, are you doing that? Is your content really matching up what your bio says? Um, the next thing with Ashley is that she is utilizing, um, uh, stories highlights. So that's a really cool feature. It makes your it makes your account look really nice of course but it also is a great way for somebody to kind of like get to know you when they come to your account for the first time they can watch your stories highlights so hers look really really nice and they all match really well and then of course her feed itself is it looks really clean and good. Um she uses a pattern method which a lot of people do so if you're not familiar especially on Instagram people will do like a pattern. So for her it's like photo photo quote photo photo quote. and there's different reasons why people would do that. Sometimes it's just for the aesthetics because it really is aesthetically pleasing when you look at someone's account and they have a pattern of some sort. It does look kind of nice. But it's not always just that. like if you're if you're a creator that really um wants more structure in your in your content sharing, that might be something you should consider on Instagram is to have some sort of a pattern because it helps kind of keep you in line. You're like, I know I need to share two photos and then a quote. You know what I mean? It helps give you that that foundation if you need that and if that's the kind of vibe you're going for. Also, quotes are a great Um Fun way to share something funny or something interesting or whatever. And that's exactly what Ashley is doing. Anyway, her Instagram is really, really fantastic. Like I said, please go check her out at the Ashley Prime. Tell her I said, What's up? Tell her, say, The Social Sunshine Podcast sent me, Ashley. <laughs> and just make her your new best friend. Um, thank me later because she's amazing. And she also loves wine. FYI. <laughs> All right, you guys. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. I do want to say, make sure if you have not grabbed it yet, my free guide um how to create your personal brand is still available. So to get that, all you gotta do is go to com slash join dash email. Okay, or just go to com and tap on join email in the menu. And when you join my email list, then you will immediately be sent the free guide to create your personal brand. And it's really easy to understand. And it's detailed. It's going to really walk you through what you need to do to create a personal brand on social media. And then you will get one email per week from me. And it's not crappy ass emails. They're good. (laughs) Every Monday, you'll get an email from me with great information and what's going on and all that. So, okay, that's it. Thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you'll have a great day and, uh, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.